peace in our human family. Volume and unity. Divine light shining individually. Collectively transforming community. Peace in our human family. So below, feel the pain in my soul, the red pill dissolved. Organized, no matter the cost. Politicians starts wars, they don't fight, they sit in the poor. And nothing lasts forever as long as we stay together. They give hell to the masses, watch the unity rapture. This is for the kids and the culture. It's one love, one growth, one light. Light warriors. Drea. How's it going? Can you hear me good? Yes, I can. Can you hear me okay? Yes, my mic is good. I'm getting tired of my green screen. Been fighting it, with <laughs> trying to find the right angle, but it's whatever. <laughs> Just got to figure green screen. That's, that's basically what it is. Mm. I mean, it looks fine. It looks good. <laughs> oh, yeah? Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll just go off of that. Because <laughs> <Looks fine>. <laughs> I've been freaking out about it all the last 30 minutes. I'm just like, yeah, it looks good. Give me what I want. <laughs> like Batista voice. Give me what I want. I, I don't know if you watch wrestling, but people call me a big kid for that. But I still like wrestling. <laughs> for watching wrestling, people call you a kid? Yeah, they're like, yo, aren't you like almost 30? I'm like, yes, yeah, sir. <laughs> yeah, that's like such a big thing. Everyone loves that. I mean, I don't personally watch it, but it's like, it's not a kid thing. <laughs> it's freaking entertaining. Yeah. They just do the most stupidest things. It's just... <laughs> It's like, oh man, who's going to do something even more dumb? Like, it's, especially in AEW, they got like these old people that are, like came back and like, oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like old on old crime going on. Like this dude's like seventy years old. He's like, I'm <laughs> going to kick your ass. And he's just like, oh, oh shit, these old people about to fight. <laughs> it's like the nostalgic thing, you know, like having the old people come back. It's like it's very entertaining for people. <laughs> oh yeah, it is. It really is. Mm -hmm. and, like they're beating up grown men. I'm like, bro, there's no way. There's no way you're beating up this 30 year old guy. He's in his prime. He can kill yeah. him if he wanted to. <laughs> oh, anyway, <laughs> just went on a whole rest. I know. Thing. I digress. <laughs> How's it but, going, Dre? I, 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 I had to. I listened to a little bit of your season three, man. There's a, oh, there's thank you. I, I would like to talk about. Wow. Like, yeah, for sure. Well, thanks dude. for asking me to come back. Like, I'm excited to do this again. Oh yeah! Thank you so much for being able to do it. Um, yeah, of course. How 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 is uh, I see that you're uh, do, like on other uh, people's shows now and stuff like yeah community out there in Vegas. Yeah, I've had a, kind of a lot going on lately, actually. <laughs> but yeah, I have um I have some friends who have a YouTube show. It's called the Black and Tan Show. So I've done like a couple episodes of that with them. I like have another friend who has a podcast that was probably i think last season but i was on his podcast too so yeah i feel like just being in this space now i'm just like meeting more people who are into all this stuff like media and like creative outlets and stuff so it's been cool to do little collabs here and there with people yeah that's freaking dope yeah mm -hmm. i, I was listening fun. a little bit to the black and tan um this dude lost his fingers almost like what like <laughs> that, i don't crazy. remember that part <laughs> 
It was one of the hosts, like he said, he got his fingers like slammed into the gate at the pool, which is he oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like sold up, and he was like, yeah, I get doctored. I'm like, oh my god, that's so funny. Yeah, I remember it now. Yeah, like having that traumatic experience like made him want to be a doctor, which is so funny because he would think that would make you not be interested in that stuff. Right, right. My yeah. girlfriend is in the surgical tech, and she just freaks out about everything she learns in school she's like oh we just cut this guy open we found out that his organs is like the opposite direction of usual people's organs and and stuff like that so we had to like relocate our stuff so we could accommodate the surgery i'm like what Mm -mm. yeah no when i was (laughs) younger like my family would try to you know put me on the path of nursing and stuff i was like i cannot look at any of that stuff i cannot deal with any of that stuff that's never gonna happen (laughs) Oh, same, same. Yeah, blood is just not a real good thing for me. We don't, we don't, we don't really talk. We don't want to talk. I try to stay away from blood, and blood stays away from me. And long as I stay like safe, <laughs> don't try to do anything too crazy. <laughs> I've never even broken a bone in my own body, so it's like I don't know. Wow, what... really? No, never. Which is very surprising because when I was a kid, I was very into extreme sports and stuff. And I'm a little bit of an adrenaline junkie now, but I've never like seriously injured myself. Now, when you say adrenaline junkie, are you talking about like racing? Or are you talking about jumping off shit? Or <laughs> um, I guess more of the jumping off shit because I oh, I've, <laughs> I've been skydiving a couple of times. I love it. I've been bungee jumping. Was so fun. Anytime there's like there's like this thing here in Vegas, um, the Stratosphere Casino, and there's like this thing where you can like jump off the edge, just like stuff like that. I love stuff like that. Wow, mm-hmm. that sounds so so horrific, but to each their it's, own. Like. Yeah, it's so fun. <laughs> I love it. Like extreme sports, like stuff like that. I'm so into it. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, I freak out off of Ferris wheels. Like, nah. <laughs> Well, it's the height for me, you know. Yeah. Like when the wind blows, especially when you're at the top and the wind is blowing, mm-hmm. like, like it was like last Sunday we went to this fair called the Big E, and we mm-hmm. went on the highest Ferris wheel, and the wind kept blowing, and I'm just like, yo, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. I love stuff like that. <laughs> Amusement parks, roller coasters, anything like that. Love it. <laughs> oh man, Jesus. <laughs> That's that's just I don't look. I need to be taught how to be able to like take that because like I just I gotta like take a something like some type of medicine or something to relax and be calm in order to be able to like yeah I I have no idea like <laughs> where it came from either maybe it was just like because I was this way since I was a kid like I remember being little and I would always like on the playground and stuff get like as high as I possibly could and like jump mm. off of anything that I could oh man. Did you do like any gymnastics or yeah? Um, I was never like put into classes or anything, but I always would just like teach myself stuff. Like I would always oh man be on those little like those weird bars and just like flipping over stuff all the time. Oh wow, parkour, parkour. <laughs> I guess before it was a thing. Yeah, it's true art. Just yeah. Fuck all the coaches. Let's just I'm from the streets. That's how we do it. <laughs> Like, yeah, we're we so. just gonna do the street talent real quick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because when I was little, like we couldn't afford to like take classes and stuff. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna just figure stuff out of my own. 
That's the best way, honestly. Look, I taught myself how to play an instrument off of YouTube. I don't know. You can yeah. do anything now. Sky is the limit. Oh, now especially, yes. Fuck school. But no, no. Some people could, should go to school. Go to school. Yeah, it's <laughs> not for everyone. People could benefit for sure, but not, not for everyone. YouTube college. That's a good college. <laughs> the things I have learned off YouTube. like, mm. What is the most craziest thing that you learned off of YouTube? Like the most randomest, like craziest thing that you never thought would be on that platform. I don't know if I've like learned anything random because I've used it to learn. Like I really learned ukulele off of YouTube. I learned all of editing off of YouTube. Um, I kind of started learning yoga on YouTube before I like really got into it. Oh, wow. And man. Yeah, so I don't know if like I've ever learned anything like super random, but I've definitely learned a lot of useful things. Yeah, I want to get into yoga. I just feel like I need to like discipline my mind because like I'll say I'll do these things and then I'll just eat a cheeseburger. <laughs> I'm just like... I mean, honestly, like <laughs> it's it's become a little bit like more part of my life. Like during quarantine and stuff, it was one of those things. I was like, oh, I've always wanted to try this, so why not try it out? So I did. I wouldn't say I was like super into it. And then this past July, I went to a yoga retreat in Costa Rica, which I mean, sounded like something that like wasn't really me, but I'm, yeah. I'm glad I did it because it was amazing. But going from like not really ever doing yoga to doing an hour and a half of yoga every single morning and an hour at night, it like I really was thrown into wow. it, but it was amazing. It was great. And my I think a lot of it had to do with my instructor her name is Jess just kind of like diving more deeper into I don't know like the spiritual aspect of it and like the mental mm -hmm. aspect of it and like letting go of shit you know and like using your body to do that but then also like her pointing out how throughout the week the more stuff like emotionally and mentally I would let go of the easier it would be for me to get like deeper into these like stretches and poses and like let go of the tension in my body mm. yeah so it was crazy but it was amazing yeah that sounds that sounds dope it was and so it's I something so i much still tension do in my back that i definitely need that like yeah <laughs> yeah a lot of it is like mental and emotional that you don't even realize and after you do it you feel so good right like you yes. just you're like i'm ready to conquer the day yeah. yeah, you just like you feel like released, you feel looser, like relaxed. It feels good. Costa Rica sounds so nice. I'm just thinking, like, damn, I haven't been out in a while. Like, <laughs> it was incredible. It was actually the first trip I had taken in probably like over a year because the last trip I took was February 2020. So, like, literally right before everything shut down. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, it was like a good over a year. This was my first trip. So, I was a little nervous to travel again because it's been so long and then like with all the safety regulations everywhere like it's so different especially in right. different countries you just have to be vaccinated um no you didn't have to be vaccinated but you did have to have a negative covid test like within the past 72 hours of your flight and of arriving you did have to have um like a certain amount of travel insurance just to like, if you did get COVID while you were there, your insurance would have to cover like your quarantine and your medical bills and stuff like that. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. And then you had to have a negative test to get back into the U S as well. 
So, I mean, it wasn't too bad, but it was definitely like things that you had to research and like make sure of before it and everything. Yeah, that sounds stressful. But hey, I see how they're doing. Um, no, right now was, we're at like what sixty one percent people are vaccinated right now. I think it's something like that. Yeah, but it was it was worth it, honestly. Yeah, mm, it was dope. amazing. I loved it. It was one of my favorite trips, maybe my favorite trip so far. <laughs> What's next? What's next on the on the agenda? <laughs> well, so I'm turning thirty in about a month, and I want to uh, like what? yes, Congratulations. so thanks. And so I know I really want to do something big, but I'm definitely doing a solo trip. I just haven't decided. I might take like a surf trip to Nicaragua, or I might go to Greece. I'm still mm. like going back and forth. <laughs> so mm. one or the other. Yeah, the food's really cheap in Nicaragua. If you wanna, if you wanna be a foodie. <laughs> oh, I, I am for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about how how cheap the food is in Greece, but that sounds amazing. No, Greece is definitely pricey, but it's like the top of my travel bucket list. So I'm like, I don't know, thirty might be the time to knock that off the bucket list. <laughs> do it, do it. <laughs> Greece is nice. Um, oh crap! You know, just remember me. I just I was reading, I was listening about these damn Atlanteans. This is so random, but it's about Greece. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they were talking about this dude named Plato, who was talking about how like he was in detail about what the Atlanteans did and stuff like that. And everybody thought it was like a uh, like like I believe that it's fake, but some people have real evidence that it's real. Like yo. Well, real evidence to them that they think Atlantis is real. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean. And um, mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know, I don't know. He too in detail about it. Like, how do you have all that information? Like, I yeah, don't know. I don't know. At this point, I'm just like, anything is possible. <laughs> seriously, seriously. Like, we're just discovering so much shit more and more. Like, the more uh, we dig around. <laughs> exactly, and they just need to keep on digging because mm-hmm. the more they dig, the more excited I get, and this is just a personal <laughs> high for me. I'm, yeah, I'm stuff too, like that is really interesting to me too. I'm too giggity. I'm like, yes, yes. The depressing part is though, like they got into how you know Nazism and the Aryan race. Mm. They think that Atlantean DNA is a part of like the master race. Which oh, is like, mm. yeah. The Aryans yeah. believe they descended from Atlanteans. <laughs> um, I don't know about them. <laughs> a twist i haven't heard on that one <laughs> yes i've never heard that neither so when i heard that yeah. i was like blonde hair blue eyes is that where they got that from like is that what they supposedly look like that's what they said they're like they had nordic nordic features hmm. and they try to like i don't know i'm thinking of like cartoon movies so I don't... <laughs> right <laughs> yeah right like I'm thinking of Skyrim right now too, actually, video game. Like I'm just like, you guys think you are Skyrim characters? Like it's a hard knock life in Elder Scrolls. You could do that if you want. Fuck around, get hit with an orc or some shit. Like that's not healthy life, bro. Like yeah. your wife could get kidnapped by bandits. You gotta go search for her and shit. Like then the dragon comes out of nowhere and you're like, damn, I'm dead again. And that's what they want. <laughs> They want to be adored. They can be adored. <laughs> if that's where you want to trace it, <laughs> who I knows? Just went on a whole tangent to like Nords <laughs> and Skyrim and shit like that. I don't even know what I'm doing today. <laughs> it's a pleasure having you on, Drea. Let me tell you that. Oh, thank um, you. You're one of my favorite people to interview. I was like, gotta get thank her back you. Out. Oh my god, I, that means a lot. 
Yeah. And um one one thing um uh R. Kelly finally oh. has been uh like found guilty on all accounts, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um did, did you did did you hear about that? Like you have any thoughts on that? So my friend actually one of my friends texted me yesterday and like in our group text and said it the funny thing is like i don't know i just haven't really paid a lot of attention to like news and media lately in my mind i thought this happened a long time ago like oh yeah because like you know everyone already knew like everyone knew he was guilty everyone knew everything that was going on so i was like thinking this was done with i thought he was already in jail like i'd I was kind of out of the loop on this, but it's like, mm. yeah, of course he's guilty. Like, right. you know, so when he sent me that text, I was like, oh, is that still happening? Because I thought right. it was done with. I, I thought the same thing, too. I thought he was mm-hmm. already in jail, but apparently yeah. he's facing 30 years now. And he's also have two other trials that he has to go through. So, I'm Oh, like, shit. All right. Well, I mean, well, you know, he's going to get those two. Yeah. Yeah. This is at this, this point. Is- there's like there's no doubt about it. Yeah. Yeah, like the, the, this is justice right here for these women, and um, yeah. something that we don't really get to see as often, especially for people of color like us. Like, it's it's not well, really especially for someone who's like so well known and like kind yeah. of you know rich and high in power, or whatever. Like, usually they don't. Oh yeah, they they're not held accountable. And he's like, I would say, the biggest art like. If there is like a R&B pillar, you would put him as like one of the greatest R&B artists of all time. So he definitely was protected. Like, yeah, for sure. So hard. I do yeah. still battle with like, man, I like this one song, and I feel like I shouldn't listen to it anymore. We all deal with that, Drea. <laughs> Don't feel bad. I know, but I was like, I'm not trying to support this music of this man, you know. So let me just, I mean, let me not. <laughs> oh, look at the power dynamics now, you know. He's he's finally in trouble, you know. Mm-hmm. They finally got Harvey Weinstein. Um, you know, this dude Chris Brown is still going around, you know. After- That's one thing that I've like definitely gone back and forth about Chris Brown. Right. Like it's like, well, he's still going around. <laughs> yeah. Because like for him and I'm like, obviously what he did was not okay, but also for him it was like a one off situation. So it's like mm-hmm. I don't know, can't, you know. Do you believe that people can change, that people make mistakes, like things like that? It's like, do we need to, you know, condemn someone for making one mistake? And again, it's not, you know, it doesn't make it okay. But at the same time, he wasn't like a serial offender, you know? Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) That one's a different story. I just want to know why he has a restraining order with Karuchi. That's just so weird. Like, why? Oh, I have not heard about that. I'm so like out of the like celebrity news world. I know nothing about it. It's good. It's good to be out of it. You know, yeah. like, the only reason why I know about it is because somebody brought it up to me. You know what I mean? Mm. Like if it's like, bro, I'm making music and all this stuff, but what? Yeah. What did you just say? <laughs> Let's pay attention to that. <laughs> yeah, there's always like so much going on and it's like you don't know. Plus, I feel like I don't know what is worth putting my attention to. You know what I mean? Because there are right. some things where it's like this is not a huge issue in the world i could be paying attention to bigger things you know right right exactly and like for instance the podcast that you did for uh what's her name michelle is it michelle wolf um Um, survivor oh my goodness i'm forgetting her name i believe it was ashley michelle ashley michelle i hope i'm remembering that correctly but yes she was amazing and getting to speak to her about everything that she's been through but also like 
just getting her take on how she copes with everything that she went through and how she wants to help other people who have gone through domestic violence or things that have brought PTSD in their life. Like it, it's really amazing to see like how she could do that and like still talk about what she's been through over and over again. Cause even just talking about it, I know could be extremely difficult for anyone to do. Right. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a, that was a very deep episode. Um, yeah. And um, so I, I, it's unclear. The guy has been caught, right? Or he's just. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I know because there was a couple like pieces to her story, just like being in abusive relationships. And I think with those, it was just kind of like break up and leave it behind mm-hmm. with the man who's in jail. I believe he was an ex of hers at the time. And he. I hope I'm getting this correct. He murdered one of her friends or someone she worked with and then attempted to murder her as well. But she got away. But that man was caught. Yeah. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. Crazy. And yeah, this was during her college years, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just thinking about like, I live down the street from Yale, like how much they say 68%, something around that range of women that graduate Yale have been sexually assaulted so it's like with like like, yeah i've like i didn't go to college i don't really know firsthand like what the culture is like in schools but from you know what i've seen and what i've heard it's not surprising yeah just like i mean when you mix the adolescent mindset with like all this alcohol plus the mindset of like frat boy type of things it's like I'm sure that stuff happens more often than we think. Well, at least now we kind of know how often it happens, actually. Right. And now that we're aware, hopefully, you know, we're around. But we're not always going to be around. So if somebody is around, that it has mm-hmm. to be, you know, they can stop it. Yeah. Like, it just opened my mind up to this thing. Because, you know, when in my early 20s, I was just like, man, I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on. And now I'm hearing all these stories. I'm just like, well, what took so long for all this type of like justice to start happening? Like why yeah. hasn't it why has it been so long for all this to actually happen? Like why are we hearing stories from people from years ago? Mm-hmm. Hearing about people being murdered from years ago. Like it's just Well, something I can say from a woman's perspective, I mean like I'm very grateful to say like nothing like that has ever happened to me but from a woman's perspective it is very much put on us that we are responsible for these things that happen that we Mm. tempted it that you know we like egged it on or whatever it is so it's it's really hard to speak up to say something about that because usually women are put to blame of like, well, maybe, maybe you shouldn't have acted that way. Or maybe you shouldn't have been dressed that way because you gave this certain impression to make them think it was okay. And so like for that reason alone, it's hard to say something, but then also like, I do know someone personally who has gone through something like that in college. And when she tried to speak up all of his friends and like all of his frat brothers and everything just rallied around him just to stick up for him and say, no, she's lying. And that didn't happen. And why would you believe her? And blah, 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 blah. And even though she wasn't, you know, all of these guys, just because they were his friends, decided to take this huge stance against her and to stick up for him. 
just you know for the simple reason that they were his friends so it's it's hard to like come forward with these things and that's why it comes out so many years later because you either afraid no one will believe you or you're afraid like something like that's gonna happen and the sad part is it's that's that's just factually true honestly Mm -hmm. because you see it with the r kelly situation no one believed anything he even was caught on camera with his antics and he married somebody that was on the age that's um dead now Aaliyah. that was um, so like, weird to look back Years. at that and see how old she actually was yeah. it's like it's so creepy yeah and the what was so weird about that trial is like how they just kept bringing up her her like history and how she was and she's not there to defend herself i'm like you guys have all these other victims that you could mm-hmm. be focusing the case on but you just keep talking about Aaliyah. and i just didn't think that was fair because she's not alive today to yeah defend herself and it's not but then also there you go again to like put it on the woman of like how she is what does that matter when right. it comes to what he did right mm-hmm. exactly patriarchy sucks <laughs> <laughs> i mean Man, it's just like I've been <laughs> I've been listening to this other um, podcast lately, too. Have you ever heard of Good Mythical Morning? It's a YouTube show. Good Mythical Morning? No. Mm-hmm. So it's like these two guys. They're friends. They have this show on YouTube, but they have a podcast also. And so they grew up um, in North Carolina, I believe. And they grew up as like evangelical Christians. And in their adult life, they're like in their 40s now. And they don't really subscribe to that anymore. And they kind of, they've broken down how they kind of came out of the church and like how they've changed. And this month on their podcast, they're talking all about sex and how, because both of them were virgins till they were married. They've only had sex with their wives, the one woman. And so they're kind of going through their childhood being raised in that environment and how it affected their lives and like how like sex was taught to them and just like, the last episode they were talking so much about how when they were teenagers it was like very detrimental to young women because they were always taught like oh you need to cover up because you shouldn't be tempting the man because you need to be pure and be virgin until you're married and Mm. everything was always put on the woman to you need to hold yourself back because they can't control their urges Mm. and it's like why is it always put that you know, men can't be in control of themselves and that we are responsible for trying to control whatever's happening around us. It's insane. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I, I see that. I see that um, within certain other uh, religions as well, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to mention this because I want to piss one of my friends off. Yeah, um, I mean, it's, have, like, it's purity culture in a whole. Right. Mm-hmm. And me, we, me and him got to this argument once because... I'm sorry, bro, but I'm gonna have to bring it up for two seconds. But I'm not gonna say any names. All right. Yeah, I was like, keep it anonymous. You know? <laughs> yeah, keep it, keep anonymous. it general. I told him that straight up. I was like, um, from from a Native American pers- perspective, and like actually like learning about our roots in Africa. This is unheard of, bro. This is not what we should be doing. Like women were the leaders in our culture. Women mm-hmm. dictated. We had more queens than kings. That's one. That's a. That's a thing. That's that a lot of people don't know about African culture. For instance, there was more queens than there were kings that ran the tribes and the kingdoms and mm. Nubian, Egypt, all that stuff. But um, it's just it's just like it's just 
knowing that, just reading into that and, and, and embodying in that information and with indigenous mm-hmm. people too, and then all the gender roles and stuff, um, just embodying that information is just feels kind of awkward just being yeah. raised, understanding now that I have to all, all of a sudden see women as what I have to protect when they can protect themselves. Like, um, I, I have to be a provider or some shit like that. Like, I, it just, it, it makes it awkward. And I was trying to explain that to him, like, bro, like, why, why do we need to do this system mm-hmm. when we have been successful for thousands of years before? And he's like, well, you wasn't there. You know, <laughs> yeah, you're right. I wasn't there. But your that is a point, there, but my ancestors was there. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I agree. Because <laughs> it, it just makes it so weird, and it, and it gives us space. And look, I'm not trying to say religion. Look, if religion is good. Yeah, to but, each their own. Yeah, to each their own. But mm-hmm. when you start realizing that you're hurting people, you should be like, is this the right path of religion I want to take? Do I want to mm-hmm. be fully into this, or do I want to, like... I, there's nothing wrong with just dabbling, but like, look, I just feel like this is the way it is. It's the way it is. Like, yeah, I, I, I don't know what I'm trying to say here, but don't, but it's just like, I just think it's, it's kind of weird. Like, yeah, I like, mean, there's definitely a lot of things I've questioned too, like in my adult life about religion and things. And, you know, there are some people who do grow up with those upbringings. Like, for example, what I was talking about with the like strict Christian ways and like the, the modest purity culture thing. And some people are like, Hey, you know what? I like living my life this way. This is good Mm -hmm. for me. I'm going to follow it. And that's cool. But you know, it's not for everyone. For some people, it can be detrimental. It can make you like question yourself. Cause I know for me personally, something I realized lately, and I don't know why I thought about this. And I don't know if it was a religious thing, but like when I was really young, my parents, were always like very strict about the way I dressed. Mm. So like I could not wear shorts or skirts that were too short. Um, I was never allowed to wear a two-piece bathing suit in public because I would go to like a water park all the time. Mm-hmm. And then I couldn't even wear a bathing suit in public without wearing shorts over it. So I was just like super all the time, very covered up. And for me, that made me develop this like shamer on my body because mm. that's just like, it just enforced this idea in my head of like, well, what's what's wrong with my body that I need to be covered up all the time? Oh, wow. And so like that just like, I carried that on to like into my adult life, just like being ashamed. And like, if something was too low cut, I always felt like everyone was looking at me or like I was doing something wrong. And it took so long for me to even realize that that happened and to kind of like get that idea out of my head. Mm. And this is why we need Cardi B in the world. I love Cardi B. <laughs> she can even be a bit much for me, I'll admit. <laughs> I love her to death. I still I still feel like I need a little more modesty for myself personally. But hey, you know, for, for other people, do you do it feel good? <laughs> right, right, right. And that's what it's all about, you know. Expression, self-expression, you know, mm-hmm. and like even with my family, my parents like my dad wouldn't allow my sister to date and he let me date whoever the hell I wanted. I mean, I it, same for me. I yeah. I have a brother. I have a younger brother. And so for me, everything was so much more strict just because I'm female yeah. and things were not strict like on him at all. 
And that's crazy because they don't mm. understand how they're enabling. And then your son could just end up being a bastard and start going around sexually assaulting women and stuff like that. And then you end up on a tailbone uh, defending him by accident, like without even fully knowing the full context and just mm-hmm. because that's your son. Like, Yeah. Like, but then it goes back to just like how they're raised, because if you, you know, if you raise a good man to not be that way, you can right. trust he's not going to be that way. And that's like another right. thing, too, like putting all the talking about putting the blame on women it's like well you know maybe if we would teach younger males to not act that way rather than teaching women you shouldn't be acting this way it you know might counteract some of this stuff yeah the fear dynamic is insane because they're too busy worrying about the fear of something can happen to their daughter instead of a fear of what your son might be capable of or the oh, fear yeah. of what your son is thinking about and why and why is it so harder to address that mm-hmm. than to address why is it easier to police your daughter and then it's harder to address what your son is dealing with police your son's mindset as well too like yeah i wonder why that is i mean i don't know what it is that women are just so often painted as like helpless and like needed to be watched and you know right. guided more than men so i don't know where that came from yeah, I don't know neither. <laughs> but I do know there was a bad bitch named Queen Nefertari. That was about it. And, and that was thousands of years ago. So <laughs> they still there's still women about it around here. <laughs> oh, for sure. For sure. Um how 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 um how do you feel about your third season? I felt like you were a little bit more loose, like a little bit more yes. like in your bag. You know what I mean? Like definitely. Yeah. And I'm I'm glad you can tell because yeah, from I mean, I don't know if it was just from like being nervous about like starting everything out that I felt I felt the need to be overprepared and like kind of structure it so much. And then I had one episode um with my friend Melanie and we kind of like went a little bit off the rails of like what I had expected the show to be. We just like for her, her passion was just like spirituality and like self-love and like finding herself right? and just being able to have like such a loose casual conversation about it. And to also like take the route of passion down a road I didn't expect that made me realize, Oh, this is what I want the show to be. Like, I just wanted to be as natural and as real as possible. And rather than speak to people about, like, their careers and stuff, which I still want to do, like, that's still a cool route, especially if you can do what you love. Like, I also want to hear what people's just interpretation of it is, you know? Like, what if you are just working a job that's whatever to get by, but you're fulfilling your passion in other ways of your life? You know, like, I... I want to hear your interpretation and your route. And I love where it's gone ever since I've kind of opened it up like that. And that's, that's dope. And that's like, Thank that's you. what real podcasting is. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and even the internet and the interviewing stuff is amazing too. You're a great interviewer. I don't know Thank if you, you. Uh, don't, cause I feel like you don't think you are. And I want to tell you that you are a great interviewer. Thank um, you so much. That honestly means a lot. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know if I would say like I didn't think I was, but it's just like I guess I that was not something I would have called myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, like I 
I've I've studied a lot of interviewers and stuff. Um, one dude I'm like very very um, obsessed with right now. Um, he politically wise, not um, we definitely won't see eye to eye if I ever meet this guy. But his his style and how he conducts interviews and stuff is just demanding. It's beautiful. Uh, Patrick Bet David. I don't know if you know heard of him. He's, he's Iranian American. Yeah, he's he's freaking dope. He has this uh, page called value entertainment and he has like interviewed mob mobsters and cia agents fbi mm -hmm. agents all oh, around cool. yeah craziness it's a crazy channel mm -hmm. <laughs> crazy channel but i love like, the fact though that you can say even though like your your mindsets don't align you can still appreciate what he does i love right. that yeah i became i mean honestly that should just should be the way you know it works yeah. right like it should I, I, I still, as a socialist, I still protect freedom of speech. I believe in freedom of speech, hard body. Um, and I don't think I should have a problem with trying to sit down with a, with a Trump supporter that who is a working class man and is mm -hmm. only influenced by um, what his environment and his um, community is and his ideals. There it is right there. His ideals, even, mm -hmm. if, even if he has some far right ideals, there's still ideals embedded in him that is all about what I believe in as well, too. Working, yeah. survival, taking mm -hmm. care of the people you love. Um, the working class has no borders, honestly. Yeah. Every working class person, you know, we talked about this before. We have so much more in common than we have that are not in common. So yeah. I should be able to sit down with them. Now, if they are Nazis, that's a different story because I'm black. But obviously, there's just, yeah, <laughs> that's just there's, like, there's lines, but for yeah. the most part, <laughs> for the most part, I can sit down with a Trump supporter and you know have a really grand old time. I mean, my 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 girlfriend's family members are some of them are Trump supporters, mm -hmm. so you know I have to have that little face and be like, hey, yeah, <laughs> you know, but like it shouldn't be it shouldn't be a big deal, you know, like it shouldn't, and it's sad that there's like such strong divides right now of like whether it be something like that with politics or you know just like different stances on things like we have so strongly within this past year labeled people like oh if you believe this and that means you don't believe this and if you support right. this then you can't possibly also support this like right people have made things to be so black and white when life is not black and white <laughs> it's, it, it really isn't and mm -hmm. the category that's my critique of liberalism. It's like we're putting people in the categories. If, if if we can't say, all right, you're anti, you're an anti-vaxxer. Okay. So since I know you're anti-vaxxer, that means you believe in this, you believe in that, and you believe in that. That's mm -hmm. you just trying to put people in the categories. Yeah. You haven't really spoken to this person to see mm -hmm. what else he's into. Like, for instance, the black community. Uh, there's a lot of black people that are, like, not into vaccines. And, mm -hmm. of course, there's a racist history behind that. But that doesn't mean that they all voted for Trump. Yes, some black yeah. people did vote for Trump. That doesn't mean they all voted for Biden. And, yes, a lot of black people did vote for Biden. Yeah, it's but like you really don't know. You don't know. And mm -hmm. I don't really consider the black community. I say the black community because I know them the most. I don't really consider them as being, like, a, a, a right-leaning culture or mm -hmm. a left-leaning culture there's levels you know yeah. what i mean like everybody else everybody yeah we just got it we if we get out of my set of this right and left <laughs> yeah for sure no exactly and it's, it's so like dumb. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, go ahead <laughs> oh no i was just gonna say because like how you were saying obviously you have more insight into the black culture and you know how they 
feel when it comes to like politics and like vaccines and things like that. Right. There, I, I know there was like a lot of weird feelings too. So I am Filipino, I'm Native American, Mexican, but mm-hmm. mostly I'm more embedded into like Filipino culture. That's what I grew up around. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of like, especially older Filipinos who were Trump supporters. And the reason behind that was like stuff you would never understand because like coming from a country like the Philippines and how it was ran and like how things are over there, it was just, there were certain ideals and things that they were afraid would happen here that were similar to there if they would not support Trump. You know, it's like, Sometimes there are bigger reasons that you just don't understand taking from other people's experiences, you know? Right, right. And it's like coming from a country you you could get shot for leaving your house during a lockdown. It's like, you know. Right. And they're shooting drug dealers over there still, right? Like, I like, think so. Like, that's crazy. I never mm-hmm. even heard of that. Like the president literally said, yo, go outside, catch you a drug dealer. I'm like, yeah. oh, <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, wait. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, so but it's like I totally agree with that. Yeah. You don't know someone else's experience, and it's like we can so easily judge someone based on something, one thing they say or one belief they have, but like you don't really know why they may feel that way, right? And I think that's the type of energy that someone like Trump and even Bernie Sanders brought because they started talking about, especially Trump. He's from New York, and everybody know New York keeps it real. Like mm-hmm. no matter. If there's anything you can say about how New Yorkers are, there's two things you can say. They keep it real. They have no fucking filter. For sure. For <laughs> sure. <laughs> and, and this is what you're seeing here. This guy from New York just says whatever he want to say, how he want to say it, and no one can stop him. And if you mm-hmm. do try to stop him, he buries you or you get fired. Like, like it's just not. That's just how it is. Like, he's just like, bro, I'm from New York. We don't play around here. Mm-hmm. And, and, Oh yes, I have a thousand things I disagree with him about. Oh, but it's yeah. funny when you like hear him say something truthful. Like, for instance, me and uh, Monica, Monica from uh, Breakthrough News, um, in New York City, we were talking about this in the last episode. Uh, how he was saying how they they went to Afghanistan to tell women, "Hey, women, we're you're liberated now. You don't have to wear your uh, you don't have to wear your your head wrap anymore." Yeah, mm-hmm. jobs. There it is. You don't have to wear your hijabs anymore. And and they were like, wait, but we've been wearing our hijabs for thousands of years. This is part of our culture. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, they told us that they don't want to, they don't want to take them off. So why are we over here trying to tell them what to do? Yeah. And he was like, if I was a woman, I would use that too. Cause that's like the perfect thing to wear when you want to go out. But like, wow, I'm done. I'm ready. Boo. I'm like, what? <laughs> I did not hear about this. <laughs> <laughs> Was crazy that was the most funniest thing i ever heard I'm like this guy mm-hmm. is just hilarious man like i hate that he's funny <laughs> oh no i don't know i guess like one thing that bothered me so much is because like since he wasn't a politician and he was just like a celebrity and a businessman right. f- i feel like i expect a certain type of professionalism out of someone in that position <laughs> that he did not have gave you nothing nothing of the sort like mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a poem my friend made um, where he talks about like how they expect us to be niggas. And then mm-hmm. you get a white man in office like Trump and he does everything that the racist white people thought that Obama would do. He got big mm-hmm. mamas. He got porn stars. 
Yep. <laughs> great Pope. Influence. Great guy. <laughs> He's, he actually tours the, uh, the nation. He's a, he's a well-known poet. Influence the life. Oh, that's Great cool. Guy. Yeah, I oh, got to get him on the show, man. He's fucking dope. But, yeah, I love yeah. poets. Yo, it, but it's so true. It's like, yo, he literally just broke the boundaries of all stereotypes yeah. that they expected other presidents if they were like a certain like minority to do. Like, <laughs> Yeah, but then, I don't know. Again, just maybe because he's white, he's not fucking held accountable for any of that shit. Right? <laughs> It's so true. <laughs> mm. And now we have Biden and that whole, you know, Biden is, he's, I, I just suspect Biden just to be Biden. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's not going to be tweeting or nothing crazy. And, I, and now uh, CNN and all the news outlets, they don't have nobody to pick on now. They, mm. they have nobody to get views I mean, I feel like they still, <laughs> they still definitely try to pick on him from time to time for sure. Who, Biden? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they still try. Oh, I don't I mean, really watch as much. <laughs> I maybe it's like more social media I see, but I always see people. Uh, it's really the two things they make fun of the way he talks and they make fun of his age, but that they kind of really only have those two things. Do you think they like inject? I'm not trying to be mean about Biden, even though, like, again, there's a lot of issues I have with his policy, especially oh, with for sure. people getting whipped. Yeah. On horseback. Oh, yeah. That's kind of weird. Like, why are you even thought that was okay, man? But anyway, yeah. like. But yeah, <laughs> Biden. Like, is he all the way there? Like, do they? Do you think they give him shots to like juice him up for the day? I mean, I, I'm a little concerned about his health. I'm. I am. I'm not gonna lie. I don't know. I mean, maybe it I'm could. Indoctrinized. <laughs> maybe he's just not very. I mean, it could just be his age. Who knows? Right, and he's a little older than Trump. Right, they, they, they're not that far apart. I'm actually not sure how old either of them are. <laughs> They definitely approaching eighties, or they um, mm-hmm. or they like mid seventies. Gotta be like that. It, it bothered me so much, like how much people hated on Bernie Sanders for his age. I'm like, man, he he was on his shit. All right, he was, he was, but the Dem- he scared the hell out of Democrats. That's what he did. He scared <sighs> yeah, them the hell. They thought that he was going to, I don't know, bring in some type of like authoritarian dictatorship that they just. Fear for See, the rest I, don't, of I don't know where people like made that up in their heads. Like, <laughs> but literally, all he wanted to do was just tax the rich more. That's yeah, what his whole policies were based off of mm-hmm. using the military budget to try to like use it for other things, except for I don't know, bombing people all the time. Exactly. <laughs> I got really to I got to meet him at a rally. The oh, yeah? nicest man. He's nice. so cool. Loved him, and it was like the first political rally I've ever attended in my life. And yeah. And so when I, when I told him that he was like genuinely excited, he was like, Oh my God, that's so cool. Did you enjoy yourself? Like, I was like, man, this, this guy's fucking dope. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. He was cool. And see, I will say that's a decent human being. This is what he really was. Or is he is. Oh yeah. Yeah. Don't die anytime soon, Bernie. No, I think I was saying was just because I was thinking he was a candidate, you know, (laughs) that's where the the was came from. So do you think Ocasio-Cortez is going to run? My last political question, because I have something else to ask you. <laughs> um, honestly, I don't know. I mean, I could see her trying, but I, f- I feel like so many people are against her for reasons that are like not even politically related that I don't think she would be very successful, unfortunately. Right, right. I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a small brown woman that has a loud voice. And yeah, like that. that speaks her like mind. That. Right. <laughs> That's the biggest threat right there. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. 
as much like, as I love her. But you know, like that that dress that she wore, man. I was just like, okay, mm-hmm. okay, slay, do it. It was cool. I did hear, I don't know where I heard it from. I mean, it was probably just from one of her haters. I heard some people <laughs> saying that she was trying to like pander, you know, to people. And I was like, hmm, it's hard to say whether she is or she isn't. Like whether she is trying to truly make a statement and use that platform or whether she is yeah. pandering to people. But I don't know. She used she used her moment for to make a statement she wanted to make. And that was a great moment too. All yeah. those rich folks in there looking at that, it was like, "Oh shoot, they want yes. your money." Yes, we yes. do. We want your mm-hmm. fucking money. <laughs> yeah, like, like, like yes, yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> Give us it all, all right? No joking. <laughs> there was someone else too. I forget her name. I think it might have been Cara Delevingne. Didn't she wear something that said like "Peg the Patriarchy"? Yes. Um, that freaked me out a little bit. <laughs> The pegging part that freaked me out a little bit. But I'm gonna be like, honest, I don't <laughs> fully know what that means, but <laughs> but I thought it was kind of cool. I was like, all right, yeah, yeah. No, you go, yeah, you dope. make your statements, yeah, especially yeah. with the theme being like, what was it like, American style or something? Like, yeah, the fact that people took that to be like, let me question and poke holes in this system with this opportunity, right? Very, creative. I liked that. There was I one person it. that, like, I can't think of this, uh. This this uh person's name, but um there was one person I can't even think of their name. Jesus, I'm so mad. It's my it's the coffee. I blame the coffee. <laughs> but um this person literally was like dressed in like indigenous um attire, and he was like drenched in blood. Oh, I did. Yeah, I did not see that. Yeah, but yeah. of course it makes sense that that would be like the one that I don't see in the media. Yeah, I saw yeah. On Instagram, and I was like, oh crap, like. That's, That's interesting. Deep. I like that. That is he deep. Made some people uncomfortable. <laughs> Good. <laughs> yeah. There was someone else too. And I, again, I'm so bad with names and I hate that I can't remember either of their names because mm-hmm. there was a woman. She, I believe she's like a YouTube makeup artist and she dressed in an outfit that was inspired by, and I'm so mad. I can't remember her name, but it was, I believe a trans woman who was like, uh, who was responsible for the Stonewall riots. Oh, okay. Yeah, I cannot remember her name, but there's this very famous picture of her with just like a bunch of flowers in her hair, like really colorful, and she modeled her outfit after that woman, which I thought was cool. um, No, not Miss Major. Um, It may. I'm so mad. I I don't know the name. I know. I I should know this. (laughs) Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. And I feel bad that I don't remember right now. Yeah, I'm just bad with names. <laughs> like, I, I have her face in my head. Like, I know what she did, but I do not know her name. <laughs> yeah, she was uh, she was murdered. Um, Marsha P. Johnson, there you go. Okay, Marcia. yeah. Yes. So, I, I liked that she, she modeled her outfit after her to, like, represent American culture. Yeah, that's dope. Mm-hmm. And that's a good reminder. Because yeah. like they literally like they fought cops, yo. Like Yeah. <laughs> they took it to the bed, yo. Like that yeah. was crazy, man. That's like that's like gay revolutionary war, like the good revolutionary part, you know. <laughs> the the liberating part, not the genocidal like yeah. part. <laughs> like that was just gay revolutionary right there. And like look what we have today, like 
you know, made things a lot more better. It could get mm-hmm. better, but a lot more better. Still, like still a lot of work, but a lot yes. has happened. Oh yeah, a, a long, a long way has come. Are you so Indigenous People Day is uh, coming up next week? Is it next week? Yes, next week, or is it? October, I can't remember. Eleventh, because I thought it was November, but maybe it's October. There's I two. October. I don't know. Okay. There's oh, one see, I didn't know that. Thanksgiving. Um, and then there's the new one is on Columbus Day. Yeah, like that. that's the one I knew of. Was the Indigenous Peoples Day on Columbus Day? Yeah, which makes sense. <laughs> oh hell yeah! Are you doing anything? Are you going to party or anything? I mean, I don't know. When it comes to like hol- holidays like that, I don't really so- <laughs> like celebrate or do anything. <laughs> you know, I just kind of recognize it, but I don't like celebrate. <laughs> well, that's good. You know, it's always good to do that. My ass, I'm always organizing something, man. I'm just, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's gonna be a busy week for me. I, I'm just like, I gotta cool. make sure. I gotta make sure I do it right. I gotta yeah, do it right. <laughs> I get all the people out. What y'all doing? What y'all doing? What y'all? That's cool do? though. I like that. That's dope. <laughs> Yeah, because, you know, I just feel like, you know, it took so long for them to actually do this. I'm like, shit, last year they finally yeah. acknowledged Juneteenth and shit. And I'm just like, bro, we knew about Juneteenth forever. Like, Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> like, I honestly didn't even, I honestly am not very well versed when it comes to history. And so I did not even know about not the history point. of that day at all. And luckily I have a friend who is a college professor and he is like very into civil rights and history. So any questions I have straight to him and he answers everything. <laughs> Word. That's dope. That's mm-hmm. dope. And so your last episode, um, there was a relationship game mm-hmm. that you were talking about. Yes. And I need that game and so I could force Nikki to play with me. Like honestly, it's so fun. You should do it. Um yeah, so there's a there's a physical card game and there's there's an app version. I do have a discount code for the app version if you want to do that. Word. Can you send um, me that? Yeah. I for sure will. <laughs> yes. But so I just played it with a friend of mine because I'm not in a relationship and I just wanted to test it out before I talked mm-hmm. to her. So it was it was really fun. We would like pick questions, send them back and forth to each other. Some of them were like kind of lighthearted, funny questions. Like other things got really deep. Some things there would be like challenges of like who can we surprise and who can we do something nice for this week, like stuff like that. It was really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that can help because communication skills is just, especially when you start getting into your years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's. It's no longer, oh, it's a nice year anniversary. It's, the, it's about to be years. So you're just like, uh. that's, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah, I feel like keeping it, I mean, I don't know. It's, I'm definitely not an expert on relationships. It's been a very, very long time since I've been in one. So I like, I'm not a good person. I mean, it looks like, like you don't even, you don't even need to, to worry about oh, that. Honestly. No, definitely not. <laughs> But I'm just saying, like, I'm not the person to be giving advice, even though I feel like I do sometimes. <laughs> but I feel right, like, right, you know, right. things like this, I feel like can keep it, keep it fresh, keep it exciting. And I know, like, as someone who kind of has shied away from communication in the past, like talking to um, the woman who developed the game, Diana, just like talking about how we're not really taught how to have good relationships. And like we only yeah. learn from what we see. And so it's like if, if I've only seen bad relationships in my life, I don't know how to have a good relationship, you know? So I don't know. Stuff like this is interesting to me because it's like it shows how helpful it can be to just be honest and be open and communicate. 
And it's it, it's kind of similar to this um, other game. Have you ever heard of We Are Not Really Strangers? I think is what it's called. No. Um, so I don't think I have. It's another card game, but it's... Well, I wouldn't call it a game because, like, the Better Topics one for a relationship, it's like a game. You guys can pick rewards and, like, so there's a winner. Um, but the We Are Not Strangers, it's really just, like, cards with prompts on it to help people get to know each other on a deeper level and spark deeper conversations. And I think things like that are really cool because it's like we can be so reserved and like held back sometimes when we talk to people. So stuff like this help to facilitate really open conversations. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And that's a big deal because it it's so hard to like get in vibe with somebody that you can literally like talk about anything with. Yeah. Like, luckily with my partner, me and Nikki, we were able to do that, but there has been times when I have like went on my little dating phase and just like, bro, I can't talk to you, but you're just mm-hmm. too quiet. <laughs> Open yourself up. Yeah. Like say something funny. For God's mm-hmm. sake, say something <laughs> fucking funny. funny. Like make yeah. me laugh. It's like, hard to open up sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> what do you come here for? <laughs> exactly. I mean, and yeah, that's another thing too. It's like sometimes you gotta you gotta learn to be that way, you know. Not everyone's yeah. that way naturally. You could, you could, you could definitely like, um, I like, I want you to send me more shit like that if you ever like hear about other shit because. Oh yeah, uh, for sure. I'm gonna force Nikki to, <laughs> to be involved. So, she plays Grand Theft Auto all the time on her free time, and I'm sorry, you already shot every person in that <laughs> in that game. You don't need to shoot everybody all the time. Like, there's, yeah, there's more some, to life. Let's do something together. <laughs> yes. Yes. And, if she might hear this later, call me out on it. I'm sorry, babe, but I just had to say it. Yeah. <laughs> I had to get my stress out real quick. That's funny. <laughs> what 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 um who 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 you got who you, you got anybody else in mind that you were like that you are like thinking about interviewing for your season four? Um that's that's October third, right? Yes, that's when it premieres. Um so I've already started I have a couple people that I met in Costa Rica that are going to be on, which I'm really excited about. I met some really dope people out there. Um, I have a couple like friends that I've known for a very long time that I'm excited to have on just because like, I feel like it's so interesting when I have my friends on that I've known for so long and we've never like dove deep into conversations like this. So I'm excited about that. And yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I, I feel like it can go so many ways now that I've opened it up. And like, I love just having such different people on. Right. And how, how's your, how's your music going? I see that you were uh, on, on the strings again. Yeah. So I'm definitely trying to keep up with music again. I'm not, tr- I don't want to let it fade away, but um, I got a new guitar. I got a new ukulele. So I'm trying nice. to practice more. I actually have my first like, kind of big performance coming up also on October 3rd. Word. Yes, I am performing. It's for this um it's event called Cocktails for a Cause and nice. it is ran by this um nonprofit out here called Survivor Spirit and we're raising money for Safeness, which is actually they're dedicated to ending domestic violence. They shelter people escaping domestic violence. They have like a, a hotline for people. They you know, give resources to people who are escaping domestic violence. And that's what all the funds are going towards from this event. So I'm really happy to be a part of that. Mm, mm. That's dope. That's Thank dope. You. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I like I like to hear about shit like that because we mm -hmm. totally fucking need that, especially yeah. all this is going on right now. And don't tell them what anybody's going through with COVID, especially. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just, oh, yeah. Because I feel like that was definitely a hard time to for anyone who's going through a, like domestic violence situations because you had no escape anymore. Yeah. You were you were just like stuck in your situation wherever you were. So, um, I mean, this event was all like planned and everything was already happening before I came along. I was actually just planning on attending like as a guest because I thought mm -hmm. I loved the idea and what they were doing. And just these amazing women who are running this nonprofit asked me to come sing. And I was very honored to be invited to this. To this. <laughs> Word. That's dope. And this is mm -hmm. so, so this is a nonprofit. Yes. And they do it like a once a month thing, or is just like a just a little fundraiser that they they thought of. Um, I'm not sure how often. I don't know if it's once a month, but they they always pick um different nonprofits to donate to, and they have these events. Mm. So yeah, like they are all about you know helping out survivors um themselves. So it's great that this month for this event they're doing safe nest. Right. Right. Mm. How how do you live in Vegas? Like, <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Like, I, I just don't understand. How do you live in Vegas? <laughs> like, what is what is Vegas? Honestly, like, you I know, just, it's so different <laughs> than what you would think. It's so different because there definitely is that side of it that is exactly what you think, where mm -hmm. it's all partying, it's all clubs and strip clubs and drinking. I mean, that's like most of what it is out here mm -hmm. which you know i mean can be fun from time to times but it definitely gets old like yeah. i don't know i would say from the ages of like 20 to 25 for me that was kind of my whole life and that was like all i did mm -hmm. and now it's like i would never step foot into a club that is just too much trouble and it's too annoying and i yeah. don't want to deal with it but I mean, like outside of that world, it's pretty, it's pretty tame. It's pretty normal. Like the neighborhoods are definitely just like nice, quiet little neighborhoods. Well, I mean, really? you, know, you have your certain areas, yeah. but for the most part, yeah, it's, it's pretty normal. I mean, the one thing that I grew up with that I love is like so many things are 24 hours. Like mm. I could go get like Mexican food at 3am if I want to, <laughs> you yeah. know, yeah. and oh, yeah. I would There's, just say just because of that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's one thing that like I hate when I go travel is like, oh, I can't go to the store past 11. Like, you know, yeah. but I mean, there's actually a lot of like really nice nature around too. Like there's some really great hikes like out in the mountains or like the there's like a couple hot springs and stuff out here. So there is a little bit more to it than you would expect. But yeah, it's I definitely think living here is not what people would think it is. Yeah, um, like, I, the, I just, you know, baffles me sometimes when mm -hmm. I hear about people living in Vegas, and I'm just like, yeah, how do you deal? Like, mm -hmm. like I would want to smack somebody, like, after <laughs> you get, like, 30, because I'm almost 30, and I don't even, I'm like you, I don't even club anymore. I, don't, I haven't been yeah. in a club since I was, like, 27. That's when I started, like, becoming more uh, to myself. I'm just like, mm -hmm. uh, 
I only need to go to clubs if I'm doing a show. If I'm not performing, I'm not going yeah. to clubs. This is just too much, you know. And plus, I get free drinks when I perform. Why the hell would <laughs> I spend so much goddamn money just to go out? Like, yeah, just go a day I'm performing, and then <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm that I was free drink. <laughs> that was definitely something that, like, I when I really sat down and thought about it, I was like, damn, how much money do I spend yeah. on drinks on a night out? And I was like, mm, this needs to calm down a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and have you ever been? Have you ever been near Area 51? You ever tried to go over there? No, I haven't. <laughs> I don't know. That just like, I feel like you wouldn't really see much if you actually tried to do that. You know, like, I don't really know what's out there, yeah. but I mean, I feel like it's just desert. And if you go out there, you're going to be disappointed. <laughs> yeah. I, mm. I, I was about to, uh, I had an opportunity to interview an alien podcaster. And, Ooh, that sounds interesting, actually. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, the internet went down that mm, day. So damn. I had to yeah. I have to reschedule with him. A yeah, alien conspiracy podcast. Alien conspiracy podcast. I don't know. That stuff has interested me since I was a kid. I fully believe in aliens. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, me too. It's it's not even a joke. I dead yeah. straight think that they're here and it's no, not, there's gotta be. Yeah. Oh, oh hell yeah and they probably don't even like us they're like oh, oh probably not or they find things. it entertaining to see what's happening on this planet <laughs> <laughs> i could see that though 100 yes they probably got a human channel like let's see what the humans are doing today <laughs> uh, yeah i like mean Kim this Jong threw another nuke into the the water and everyone's freaking out over that <laughs> this world and this universe is too big for nothing else to be out there yeah Oh, there's oh, no way. Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, hell yes. The reason why I wanted to get him on, because I wanted to talk to him about um and Agent Anderson, if you if you are listening to this, this will be part of what we're gonna talk about. Um, they talk about on their podcast a few times about ancient aliens and mm. how a lot, you know, when you watch ancient aliens, you see a lot of white people on there, and they're saying how how are all these great Aztec, uh, how these great Aztec art is, uh, how does it exist? Like, how do we have these pyramids here? Mm -hmm. Same thing in Egypt. It had to be aliens. These people were not as uh, smart to build these type of structures. Yeah. And stuff. So I want to talk about that. Like, you don't really believe that, right? Because, like, there's a Mayan, there's a Mayan culture that exists in New Haven right now. Mm -hmm. And they can tell you straight up about like their stories of how they built those pyramids. Like it's passed yeah. down orally. And so I just wanted to like, talk about that. Like, look, I believe in aliens, but you gotta give Same. credit to, <laughs> to Yeah, I was like, people. I believe that, but also like let's not put that on other things, you know. Right, <laughs> like because right. I've never watched ancient aliens, but I did hear someone on a podcast mentioned like that how problematic that show was because of things like that like <laughs> don't like take away from the people of those cultures saying that fucking aliens <laughs> built these things right. right and like yes yeah, some of the religion does believe in the cosmos so that's as far you could connect it you could connect mm -hmm. it on the cosmos belief like you know the mind calendar was insane it was beautiful mm -hmm. i don't know how the hell they did that but i mean cleopatra she, 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 I believe what I read that she was the one that gave us our calendar. Like mm. she started it first and then Rome adopted it. And then later on, the Roman Catholic Church came out with um, the cal calendar that we have today. So I'm just like, 
Yeah, I know. Very, very, very fucking interesting. I didn't know mm-hmm. that. I'm like, if Cleopatra is about it, then y'all, y'all need to like re-edit her history and just be yeah. like, bro, she did this. We got this because of her. Mm-hmm. Period. <laughs> yeah, so much stuff can like constantly shift and be changed with like more research, more digging. Like the thing that I'm always so fascinated by is like ancient Egyptian culture. Like yeah. The tombs, the pyramids, all that stuff, it just it fascinates me so much. Oh yes, Russ. And mm-hmm. um I think I think it's just hilarious how they try to mesh it all together sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And once we and once they break that down so we can get a full understanding by each period and stuff like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Like we can kind of get an understanding of like, okay, this happened on this period and this happened on that this period. And the reason why this happened here is because they needed this or yeah. they 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 might they uh change their ways when they started going with the greeks and stuff mm-hmm. like that like just give it a little bit more clarity and then we don't have to deal with the ancient aliens um, i mean there's always gonna be <laughs> wild theories no matter what and i don't want to say that it's, it's it is kind of racist because like like you're, you're just not even giving credit like mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> you're you're taking away from the people like come on man like like just just be just tell the truth man just mm-hmm. you don't have to just sit here and just believe that you guys created all civilization you really did it like yeah <laughs> and i mean for some people it might not even like some people might think that shit's true you know yeah and that's what i'm afraid of that part yeah because i have my, my girlfriend I'm I'm exposing some people sometimes, but it's all right. No names. My girlfriend's uh relative, let's just keep it at that. Mm-hmm. He believes that shit. And he knows mm-hmm. that I'm also indigenous um from the Saponi tribe. So he'll come up to me and ask questions. And i and then he'll be like, Yeah, man, uh ancient aliens. I'll just be like you're like, <laughs> like mm. they were talking about this, talking about that, and they're like star people and all that stuff. I was like, Yes star people as in they believe that their culture def- descended from the stars mm-hmm. not that star people came down yeah not like, people Duh. came out of the stars and came yeah. to <laughs> yeah. like, there's no proof that people came out of the stars it's yeah. a belief it's a pay- it's a pay- it's like a um what do you the, like the gods like a spirituality kind of thing yeah, yeah. oh yeah, yeah spirituality mm-hmm. yes you know what I mean? Like, like for instance, like South Africans, um, they're they they believe their origins are from the star people and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And you don't hear about them say, "Oh yeah," and they're still around. Like, no, they feel that they are, and they grew from that. They built their culture off of that. Yeah, no one else from the stars came. Um, so you know that happens sometimes, and it's a little awkward yeah. after that, you know. But other than that, you know, you're just learning. I'm happy that you're listening to the History Channel. It's just that the History yeah. Channel just trying to like, you know get some clout around here <laughs> sometimes sometimes you come across those conversations you just want to you just nod your head and you're like all right you know we're just i'm not gonna argue this you you go ahead <laughs> like yeah man and the nazis they they, they try to find the holy grail and all this stuff and i'm just like oh yeah sometimes okay. it's just not worth my breath to to, to argue those points you're like, all right all right, bro. Go ahead. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's beautiful. A lot of people believe a lot of things around here. You know, yeah. flat Earth, all this stuff. It's- oh my God, that one's the craziest to me. Like, where, <laughs> where did this group of people just decide like the world is lying to us and the Earth is flat? <laughs> like- oh, they think NASA is like photoshopping pictures and shit. I'm just like, 
the bro. amount of times that I have heard like the moon landing is fake. I'm like, where the fuck? Okay. <laughs> Who told you this? this? Yeah. Like where, where are you getting your information? Why do you believe this so wholeheartedly? And I, I heard, I heard someone say once, like maybe some of those people are just something that needs something to believe in and need something mm-hmm. to cling on to. And this is what they've chosen. Yeah. And I I'm understand like, that right. for the psyche, you know? But yeah. It's like certain things could make you like seem odd. Mm-hmm. Is it worth that? Is it worth being odd? Yeah. Well, I also I heard someone <laughs> say recently with the amount of information we have these days and how easily we can access any information, any literally any theory you have in your mind, if you Googled it, you could find information to support it. Mm. So that's like another reason why people are out here fully believing the things they believe god that is so scary it is but it's oh very true so like if i was to look up slender man i will find things that says slender man exists yes i think the person it might have been like on youtube or something but the person who was talking about this was like just came up with a random theory like oh coffee makes you go blind and they went and googled it and there was things to support that coffee makes you go blind so then they go and they started googling does coffee help your vision and they found a bunch of things that say coffee helps your vision like literally anything you can think of you can well, find something to support now, so. it. <laughs> i don't know i drink coffee and i wear glasses so i can't speak on that part but <laughs> i mean <laughs> but like any random thing you could think of you could find evidence for it nowadays Google needs to like get their ish together, um, because that's just crazy. Like it is, because you don't know. Because if because you know since it's like that, and we talk about the new term fake news and mm-hmm. al- alternative facts. That's why alternative facts are winning because it's like you can't even disprove the fake news. Yeah, at this point, you really can't. It's like someone somewhere has some kind of study by something and. This other person did their own study, and it's like there's just ugh, there's too many factors. God, that's sad. that's that's why I don't watch the news anymore. That's why I'm out of the media. <laughs> like it's oh, just God. too much. It's they too hate much. us. They hate us. We're small podcasters, but they hate us. You it's too much. Like, I did oh, not. Well, you guys are over here. I saw like a few interviews where they like called out YouTube, called out Spotify called out you're like oh everybody rather would go on youtube to get their news than to watch an actual official uh channel oh, like us yeah and they're so bitter about it like yeah i like, mean sometimes yeah because it's like they're no matter what channel you go to it's gonna go around their agenda it's not gonna go around yeah. facts and no matter what your own mindset is especially these days with algorithms and stuff, you're going to be shown what you agree with. You're not going to be shown all spectrums, all facts, all things. You're going to see more of what you want to see. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's so true. I just love how it butt hurts them, though. (laughs) Oh, I know. Like, you know what? (laughs) It feels so good. I'm like, you're over there making millions of dollars a year. You're complaining about a little podcaster. Like, (laughs) oh, always. It's always the big corporations that are somehow threatened by small businesses, small shows, independent run, whatever. And it's like, why? Why? (laughs) We need we need to put Drea on CNN. We need to put (laughs) we need we need to put my homegirl Monica on CNN. You know, break it down to them and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like, listen, y'all need to stop pandering to these rich folks. Like, 
I trust Jimmy Dore. You ever heard of Jimmy Dore? Um, I don't, but I will look him up now. Jimmy Dore used to be with TYT, and then he left, and now he's beefing with everybody on TYT. <laughs> he's like a comedian, but mm-hmm. he's also a good ass like um, journalist. Like, okay, um, he puts the article right on the screen and reads it out loud, so mm-hmm. everyone can, can, can hear it and stuff like that. Yeah, he gets like a lot of grassroots organizers on and stuff oh, like I that. Like that. And when he goes in on Democratic Party, he he just he he, he talks about the valid points. He doesn't do that little bull crap like oh well we have to like think about this bill and stuff he's like no 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 no, no. these are the bills you should pass i support these grassroots that are saying forced to vote and all this stuff you know like mm-hmm. he's actually like really like he has an air towards people i like jimmy mm-hmm. door shout, shout out to jimmy door i would like to interview jimmy door one day that would be great put um, it out in the universe he went to joe rogan so he's probably unattainable now joe rogan if joe whoever joe rogan gets i probably can't get so <laughs> <laughs> you never know. You They're going to be know. like, oh, I was on a Joe Rogan show. Why do I need to go to you with your 300 following? Like, you only have 300 people that read that listen to you. Like, <laughs> you know, I have definitely like taken a chance to shoot my shot and just DM'd and emailed people like, hey, I like what yeah. you do. I'd love to have you on. And you know what? Sometimes you don't hear an answer back, but at least I tried. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like in two weeks, I'm going to be uh, interviewing um, a former rapper from Three Six Mafia. Uh, oh shit! Scan man. Yeah, that's dope. He actually reached out to me, and I was wow. so shocked. I was like, "Damn, this is real!" Like, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm so excited for that. So hopefully, you know, that gives me some more opportunities, stuff like that. And like, for sure, I feel like I get more opportunities with with um interviewing podcasters like you because you guys are bad you guys are real and there's no competition you know what i mean it's not like with the music competition yeah like music everybody's all competitive with each other they're looking at each other's clout and shit like that Mm. but podcasters we could just be like oh let's have a conversation i don't know i feel like just like in life in general now i'm just so much more aware of like there's so much opportunity out there that we don't need to compete against each other in any space you know like even if we do the same thing it's like we're not the same people we don't bring the same things to the table people can get different things different elements of the same thing from different people right and there's so Mm -hmm. many people to talk to in this world like i was so so shocked i was like god i really i have like almost like 40 episodes now and it's a different person every time how the hell mm-hmm. am i doing this shit like <laughs> oh i've had i've had the same thought Doesn't that freak you out <laughs> yeah because i was like damn i'm gonna be scrambling for guests and i still haven't yet which i'm so grateful for and i'm like damn i really have like had so many dope people on here every single week someone different yeah yeah mm-hmm. there's just what was the thing with that guy that you had he was like an author um he was talking about oh an author enjoying um, the moments like how life i believe his short. name was charlie sheldon yes that guy that he was, was uh, so cool yeah i liked him a lot i started reading his book i liked it and yeah i just like i loved the conversation we got into about getting into your flow when you do yeah. something you love like i love that and that's a is would you say that, that that's a a healthy addict mentality Cause I just feel like we're all addicts. I guess if you, I feel like you could put it that way. Yeah. Because it's like, 
in a way, when you love something, you keep coming back to it and you like that feeling it gives you. I I guess you could call it like a healthy addict. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I, you know, I just feel like it's inevitable. We're going to get addicted to anything. Mm-hmm. Like anything we put our hands to. It's, yeah. It's just human nature. I guess we just don't like think of it as addiction because you put a negative connotation to the word right. addiction. Yeah. That that just get too deep. I think I just got too deep. I that wouldn't was, say it's deep. I wouldn't say it's too deep. <laughs> but <laughs> it's an interesting perspective. And like that's like honestly, that's like one thing I love about stuff like this is getting all these different perspectives and views on things. Yeah, because it's like especially with music, like I'm if I'm not podcasting and if I'm not organizing, I'm like writing all the time. And I don't understand why. Like mm-hmm. I'm starting to understand that. I'm like, dude, why is there so much lyrics in my head? Like, You're drawn to it. It just comes out of you. And I'm like, am I addicted? <laughs> I I guess so. <laughs> is this an addiction? Like <laughs> is it real right now? Like it's <laughs> so funny. I it, yeah, you could put it that way for sure. Like you I will like listen to recordings of myself. And I hate my voice, but I'm just like, I need to memorize these bars, man. Mm -hmm. I got to keep these bars in my head, keep them fresh. Yeah, it's always that thing about watching yourself or listening to yourself back. It's always hard. (laughs) Do you hate your voice? I mean, I definitely have before. Like, with my singing voice, I actually do really enjoy my singing voice. With my speaking voice, I was not able to say the same, but I have to listen to it so much, like with editing and stuff, that I've gotten more used to it. Right, right, right. You have a very calming voice, so... I was just going to say, thank you, first of all, but it's so weird that so many people have said that specifically to me lately since starting the podcast, and I'm like, I never would think that people would be complimenting just my voice, like my speaking voice, (laughs) but thank you. Like, because, like, you do, like... um was summarizations of each episode which is mm-hmm. dope um do, how do you do you just like do you f- do you freestyle those those summarizations or do you like write it down mm, i mean it's kind of a combination like i i've always loved writing since i was younger so like for mm. me i kind of take it as an opportunity to like write a story or tell a story if there's something in my life that has kind of like connected to what we talk about sometimes i'll bring that into it um I mean, yeah, I'll like, I might practice it once or twice, but for the most part, I like it to just be natural. Mm. And the more that I've done it, the more natural it's become. Like, I, I used to take so many takes, and mm. now it's like I can do one or two and be done, and it's good. Yeah, it comes off very well. Like, I'm thank you. Like, the professionalism is very good. I could see you on like a radio show or something like that. Like, so my Las Vegas right here. <laughs> right I honestly here. would love to do that. I would love to be like a fucking. One of those like DJs on the morning shows and stuff. I would love that. <laughs> What's up, motherfuckers? It's eleven AM and we about to get into Freaky Fridays. That like would that. be so fun. I'm gonna start looking now and see if there's any openings. <laughs> like, yo, I got like 30 episodes of resume you could check out if you want. <laughs> oh man, looking. what's your first episode gonna be about? Um, so my season premiere. I actually haven't recorded it yet. I'm recording it tomorrow. Awesome. But it is going to be with my yoga instructor from Costa Rica. Oh. And she was the one who, like, put this whole trip together. And she's just such a fucking cool person. And she just, like, has such a good vibe and, like, energy about her that I know, like, I know it's going to be great. 
Vegas native as well? No, she actually is living in New Jersey right now. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. New Jersey. Yeah. Wow. I'm not sure where she's from, if she's from there or not, but that's where mm-hmm. she's living. Mm-hmm. The tri-state area. <laughs> I hate it, but... I love it over there. Oh my God. <laughs> you do? <laughs> yes. Connecticut I love the sucks. East Coast. I mean, I've only <laughs> been to Jersey and New York, but I love the East Coast, and I want to move out there. Oh, man. I did this show by the Huston River. Um, mm. I think it's called Puckin- Puckinese. Connecticut, not Connecticut, Puckinese, New York. And it's like, mm-hmm. we was right under the bridge on the oh, Hudson and stuff like so that. Dope. Very nice view. Very nice mm-hmm. view. I was like, if only I could swim. But it was great that I, that like while we were playing, that there were like boats coming by and stuff. Mm-hmm. And somebody had like a little small um, motorboat and they like literally like parked right there and watched us play for a little bit and stuff That's like so that. That's so cool. Yeah, it was it was really dope. It was like a very welcoming. Um, it was a welcoming show, and it was a good show to have to end the summer off with and stuff like that. That's um, cool. I I long for a scenery like that because mm-hmm. I New Haven is just a, it's it's not as big as Vegas, but it's a city and <laughs> it's a college town, and a lot of these people don't know how to act. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you want to talk about don't know how to act, go to the strip. Go to the Vegas strip. (laughs) Like, I'm pretty sure you have worse. (laughs) Yes. that's I avoid it at all costs, though. So, (laughs) Just like, Jesus, these bars and stuff. There's lines Mm -hmm. everywhere. I'm just like, just let them all fucking in. God, like, I'm trying to walk. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I've been to a couple college towns, and it's like, I don't know if I could handle living around that stuff. Yo, it's insane. And they, they jaywalk and all this stuff, and Mm-hmm. They, they just like all crowded around, around your car and stuff like that I'm like bro yeah my scratch my girl's car that I'm honestly sounds crazier than out here, somebody up. <laughs> like at well, least out here it's like contained you know oh yeah well you know that you could drink outside now you can have i mean drink. yeah that's how it is out here too Open but it's i don't know i guess it's because like it's such like specific areas of the strip and it's like you're not mm-hmm. like when you're the way they've built it now, they've made it so pedestrian friendly that now, like, we don't have to deal with people like fucking crossing the streets like crazy or being around our cars and stuff. So, I mean, it's improved. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. Make that's that's what they should do for New Haven. Honestly, make it more pedestrian friendly because it's yeah. just very chaotic right now. Oh, because we used to have people just like fucking darting across the streets all the time. Like it was insane. But now they have built like these big pedestrian bridges all over the strip that they don't even have to cross the street. They just like go through the bridge and don't have to deal with it. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's dope. That's mm-hmm. dope. I like I I need to go visit Vegas like a few times and then it can be fun to visit. Get I, will it. That. I will say <laughs> <laughs> I need to make that on my plan real soon before I don't know where to go for my vacation. I need to figure that out. <clears throat> I mean if you come to Vegas let me know I'll give you a list of cool places <laughs> let's do it where i'm yeah. down like um i want to i want to i want to go to the mgm because there's an mgm in uh boston oh i didn't and, know that yeah they were going to build one in bridgeport too but bridgeport connecticut's like this little small town that i'm from um well not really a town it's like a small city that i'm from and they don't have nothing there mm. nothing, <laughs> nothing. The downtown area is just literally like here's a hotel, here's a liquor store. Yeah. 
They got a little theater right there. You want to go watch community theater. They, they, they use the same damn plays, recycle them every six years and stuff. You're not missing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> That's all Bridgeport is. It is dry as a bone. And, you know, our mayors, one mayor was a coke head. You know, he Ooh, liked to shit. spend the tax dollars on coke. The other mayor stole mad money, blamed his boy, went to prison, then got out. And ran again, and they still voted his ass back. <laughs> Damn, that's crazy. What the hell? <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bridgeport, the city of where they take the Columbus statue down, and did they put it right back up next week? <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's the good mm-hmm. old Bridgeport right there. They're like, oh, wait, we still like Columbus. We only did this to make a nice yeah. little show <laughs> yeah put on a show for the media all right great city great city great place <laughs> oh man all the school fights all that stuff i'm like reminiscing i don't miss reminiscing bridgeport. back home <laughs> i don't miss bridgeport not one second i like new haven better <laughs> all right well i think Oh god, we're at like an hour thirty minutes here. I too. know this has flown by. <laughs> <laughs> this has really has flown by. Okay, well, I don't want to take up more of your time because I know you're a busy girl. So <laughs> I know I, I got shit to do too, but I don't got shit to do right now. But that's all good. <laughs> no, this has been great. So thank you so much for having me back on. I loved this conversation. This has been so much fun. Even though it was like random and stuff sometimes, you know, just bringing up this random ish. <laughs> I think those are the best conversations, obviously. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I'm trying to be more of, you know, like like you were saying, like less of an interviewee and more of a conversational. I mean, you, person. I'd say you did a good job of combining it. Oh, yeah? Yeah, for sure. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Because literally, I'm just going to be thinking in the middle of the night, like, okay, who's next? Oh, did I do this right? Um, it is happens. my mic up? Mm-hmm. <laughs> is my mic loud enough? Because sometimes my mic is low. Yeah. We're always self-critical. I need to smoke more weed and stop. Like <laughs> honestly, <laughs> I just don't have time to smoke weed. So it's just like that would help me. Oh, oh. my! <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, Dre. Let me let you go because I'm already amped up with uh, caffeine. Yes, I'm all jittery a little bit. I'm knocking shit down. <laughs> And I don't want to break this mic because my girlfriend gave me this mic. Shout out to my girlfriend. Um, oh, that's where nice. Where's that? Where is that? <laughs> oh, shit. You got a soundboard? Yeah. I'm trying a to little, get stuff like that working for me, too. <laughs> a little one. I got a little one. I got a little disco button. Want to hear the disco button? Yes. <laughs> there you go. A little simple. Simple tea right there. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm acting stupid right now. <laughs> this is I'm gonna have to is, get something like that for myself. Right? Oh, it's so cool. Look at it. It's just like that's dope. Little it's it's simple. Simple. I want to yeah, start doing live interviews soon, you know, like have people come to the, the place. Yeah, it's a it. it's a different vibe and it's I like it better. I mean it's not always possible, you know, but it's it feels different. Oh, you you already uh you already have a few? I've done a couple. The Black and Tan show was yeah. one. Um, my very first episode was one. I don't have very many, but I've done a couple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to try doing that soon. Get some of these uh, yellies 
in here because they mm-hmm. keep hitting me up. Hey, what are you gonna do on the show? <laughs> yeah, like, do it. Whatever, man. Yo, what are y'all gonna talk about? Quantum physics and shit. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna know what that is. Like, <laughs> but all right. Well, let me let you go because I could talk yes. forever. <laughs> well, thank you so much for having me back. Yeah, thank you so much for being on. Um, and for everybody, check out Drea. Um, I'm gonna put her uh, Instagram on the uh, description so you'll be able to click on it. And her season four is dropping on October third. Yes. Um, check that out definitely on all platforms, or is it on yep. uh, certain platforms? Google, Apple. Yep. Any major platform. Every damn thing. All right. <laughs> so check that out. Um, and I'd love to talk to you again, Dre. See you, yes. see you later down the line. Let's keep, let's keep For in touch. Sure. Let's be For like sure. our Instagram buddies. <laughs> oh, yes, definitely. All right, I'll talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. Have a good <laughs> day. You too. Bye. And then we go right into the effectively transforming community. Peace in our human family. Volume and unity. Divine light shining individually. Collectively transforming community, peace in our human family. As above, so below, feel the pain in my soul, the rep he'll dissolve. Organize, no matter the cost. Politicians starts wars, they don't fight, they sit the poor. And nothing lasts forever as long as we stay together. Give hell to the masses, watch the unity rapture. This is for the kids and the culture. It's one love, one growth, one light, light warriors.